welcome to this week's episode of the Russell Strong Dojo podcast, where each week we review uh, Russell Strong Dojo on Fight TV, as well as bring you uh, some previews, reviews, and interviews of wrestlers uh, involved with Russell Strong Dojo. Uh, my name is Elliot, and as always, I'm joined by Sean. Sean, how are you? I'm wonderful, um, although I will have to apologise uh, due to all the excitement of the last episode of Wrestle Strong Dojo. My voice has gone a little out, so bear with me, guys. I must apologise, but hey, if you've seen the episode, you can't blame me for screaming. Uh, I was screaming too, uh, cheering. I was, uh, I was, I was cheering for a friend of ours, mutual friend of ours, uh, Al Masterible. Um But look, we'll talk about that later on in the yep, episode yep it will do and uh plus uh, some other things i was screaming about while watching the episode in a good way in a good way yeah so we'll get into it uh this episode triple threat uh the culmination of the heavyweight tournament which came to the final was a match between our mass replay dean draven and Fakar. and uh to start off the show we see a little bit of a uh a montage of all three wrestlers, I guess their last match before the final. Yeah, a bit of a hype up for it, which is really good. Um, once again, the production's really good for Wrestle Strong Dojo. Um, we did have a few audio problems, unfortunately, from it seems that whichever microphone was trying to pick up the uh, what the guys were saying mm-hmm. wasn't a hundred percent. But the action that we saw, the music behind it, everything, it still led us to that final match and I believe that what you use the word culmination perfect word for this Mm. because we've been building towards this final this whole time all three guys they've been building and slowly and surely and damn it if they didn't deliver you tell from the way that they address the camera um, at the end of their uh, matches that they're serious they understand the seriousness of this match and uh, Geez, it got me even more pumped to see what was uh, going to be coming on later on the in the episode. Yeah, you're definitely right, mate. You could see the intensity in their eyes. You may not have been able to hear what they say, but you could feel it. And so after we see that, we get another promo, um, which I actually quite enjoyed this. It was um, the Vanilla Colour, Ryan Miller, um, wearing a Sydney FC jersey. I'm not too sure if I was too happy with that one. Personally, I'm a very big fan of that as a Sydney FC supporter myself, so... Look, uh, I know they say, you know, stay out of politics and stay out of religion. In this part of the country, stay out of sport because (laughs) no matter what, you're going to find some haters. Yeah, and uh, um, there was also Jake Gibson. And what I really liked about this was actually getting sort of deeper into the relationship between these two wrestlers. It seems as though uh, once upon a time they were friends. Yes, um, they have been around... Jake's definitely been on the scene for a while now, and Ryan, as a he may have been a little newer to the scene, uh, he's developed he had a developed friendship with uh, Jake Gibson. Um, I've obviously it didn't go as planned. Something broke down in that friendship, and they've been uh, I don't know if at each other's throats is the correct term really, but they've definitely been uh, side eyed towards each other, and uh, I think Jake's definitely. I think the commentary did a really good job of explaining about how Jake's just do, willing to do anything to win. Uh, Ryan, his morals are a little different, obviously. Mm. But uh, I tell you, what a match. What a match between the two. Oh, it was a 
fantastic match. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, the match going 11 minutes, 56 seconds. Um, look, it's pretty typical of a uh, vanilla killer match where he's always going to be the underdog. Mm-hmm. Um, he's always going to be giving up quite a bit when it comes to the old size and strength department. Yeah, I wouldn't be doing any tests of strength if I was him <laughs> at all. Obviously, Jake having the power for a lot of the match, having the upper hand in a lot of the match as well. A little bit of cockiness from Jake throughout this match. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Are you sure you want to go with just a little bit? Yeah, look, a lot of cockiness. Um, from <laughs> the Jake. ego was oozing out of him on this one. Ultimately, Jake was able to hit his uh, DDT and he picked up the win and he got the pin. But I'm going to say this, right? You know, I'm not a wrestler, Sean. You're not a wrestler. But Jake, maybe, you know, if you're worried less about the crowd and less about your ego, you may be able to actually win matches, um, you know, not having to use dirty tactics like you do right now. I understand what you're saying completely. However, uh, Jake has been in the ring for some time now. He's obviously getting the victories. So maybe just personally, he doesn't really care how he gets those victories. He just cares about the W next to his name. Now, this is one of those moments when I was screaming at the screen. (laughs) Turn around, ref. He's doing it again. The old foot on the rope, Jake. See, he's no, I don't think he should be known as the problem child, Jake Gibson. The old foot on the rope, Jake Gibson, I believe. Yeah, and I think that was the um, that was the name that Amy dubbed him um, in commentary, and I think it fits perfectly uh, with Jake. But we, I'll tell you now, this was the first match on the show. All the matches we saw on the show were incredible. I think this was the best in-ring performance we've seen from everybody on this show so far and this is the final episode of the season they left it all out in the ring that's including ryan miller and jake gibson i mean we saw some tremendous tremendous mat work some high impact moves a lot of heart we geez ryan miller took some big big bumps on this one and he still managed to fire up with some strong forearms he hit that fidget spin kick he was so close but Jake, he really used his guile. He used everything in his book to get that victory. Well, you know, you saw uh, prior to this match, you know, Jake, he was saying that he's he will just do anything and whatever it takes uh, to get the victory, even if it means along the way maybe losing some friends. And, you know, as you said, you know, um, he had that fidget spin kick um, done on him and had the, I guess, the... Uh, ring smarts to just roll out of the ring instead of stay in the ring, sort of buy him a little bit of time. Yes, he uh, he definitely got the experience there, understanding the awareness of not just where he is in the ring, but the situation of him being in the ring. I mean, if he gets hit right in the middle, Ryan Miller gets the one, two, three. However, he's close enough, takes a roll, takes the time to have a breather. So we might question his... uh, his tactics on how he gets his victories, but we can't te- we can't question his knowledge in the ring. No, and you know you talk about courage from um, the Vanilla Killer. He also picked up a knee injury uh, yeah. in that match. And look, you know, credit to the guy. He was still able to uh, uh, continue on the match where I think many other people would have probably just maybe given up. Yeah, he um, he fought through it. 
Uh, credit to referee James there for recognising the injury um, and also letting him fight on. I mean, he showed plenty of ticker there. Uh, Got to give it, give it to Ryan Miller. Uh, there's no, I know he didn't get the win, but there's no loser in that match. No, no, definitely not. Um, and you know what? We go from a great match to an even better promo after this for a wrestler, a female wrestler that I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing, um, seeing her in the ring. I had to double check because uh, for those of you watching Fight TV, who thankfully I guarantee most, I think ninety nine percent, it's a hundred percent of you listening to this podcast are. We do get a lot of ads uh, thrown in by other Fight TV promotions, obviously. So we do get AEW, we get Impact Wrestling. I thought we'd got one of those crossovers. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I thought we'd got one of their crossover ads to hype one of their pay-per-views. This is probably the best produced vignette WrestleStrong Dojo has done yet. I am really, really interested in this. Yeah, I was I was thinking the exact same thing when I was watching. I was like, man, is this like... A- this is a WWE quality uh, promo. I was just blown away. And it, it did a really good job of getting me excited mm-hmm. to see what we can expect from um, Leto. I'm going to have to pay attention to next season to find out exactly not only how to pronounce the name, yeah. but also what they've got going on. Uh, once again, they've done it at WrestleStrong Dojo, introduced a new character and made us care. We mm-hmm. want to see more. Give us a snippet. Give us a little taste. And leave us wanting more. And they've done it in the best way once again. Then we go to a promo with uh, D.B. Robertson and C.J. Young. Um, yep. A couple of country lads. Yep. I had the uh, I got the pleasure of seeing C.J. Young in action earlier on this year at, the, at Oberon. Uh, I believe he is an Oberon local, uh, mm. if not from that town, from the area. And you've got, obviously, another boy from the bush in uh, DB. So looks like they're forming themselves a tag team. All Aussie Adventures. Love the name. Sensational yeah. name. Uh, let's see what they can do in the ring. Um, you know, I'm, um, I'm not Australian. Um, and <laughs> Could have fooled me, mate. <laughs> look, um, I think subtitles could probably be um, used here. They use some words and that that I don't understand, but... Um, Look, you know, I may not understand what they were saying, but I could definitely tell that, you know, who they were and what they're after. Were they going, were they? Just because they don't put their drinks in a chili bin does not mean you can be uh, upset by them there, mate. I mean, I'm not going to get into that, okay? (laughs) Hey, you brought it up. You brought it up. I mean, towards the end there, they mentioned about going off to get something. Are they getting somebody, something, or do they even know? Look. Who knows? It could be someone. It could be their rescue. It could be a new pair of thongs. I can't wait to season two to find out. Okay, I'm going to have to um, check the subtitles for what you just said because I didn't understand anything you just said there. Fair suck of the sauce bottle there, mate. <laughs> okay, stop it because... <laughs> anyway, uh, look, we go on to our next match, which is for the uh, Strong Dojo Junior Heavyweight Championship. Uh, we see the champion, Alex Irvine, going against very impressive Rebecca Rumble. Uh, this match going 10 minutes, 40 seconds. Rebecca Rumble absolutely dominated this match. She uh, she came determined. This is definitely the best we saw out of Rebecca Rumble all season. She We've seen some highlights. We've seen in-ring stuff. 
We saw some promos building towards getting getting her in the ring. Uh, we've seen a lot of Alex. Alex is obviously, uh, he has his own style, but it's very effective. But this was, uh, as she says, a different kind of animal. This was a different kind of animal. The Rebecca Rumble came to fight. And she was she was within oh, inches, inches of victory. But uh, awkward Alex, you know, he's a fighting champion. Look, I don't think that Alex was ready for Rebecca. Um, would you say? Would you say that? Just judging by this match, you know? um, well, either he wasn't ready or he underestimated mm, mm. what she was going to bring to the table. Uh, like I said earlier, every match on this show was outstanding. This was probably, this is definitely the best we've seen from Rebecca Rumble, and Alex Irvine, as the champ had to pull out all the stops to get that victory because he was taking a beating in that ring. Yeah, he was um, just the amount of shots to the face, um, you know, face of the mat. Um, for him to, you know, and he pulls it out just at the end there where mm. it looks as though Rebecca's got like a uh, front um, front choke holder really in there. Yeah, she's, uh, as we've seen from all the promos and all the vignettes throughout the uh, this season, She's very well trained in mixed martial arts, in uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So she has a wide array of weapons. She brought them all for this match. I mean, Alex Irvin, he's got his own style, and that style just squeaked it out in the end. Well, you know, you talk about uh, real champions, and I guess that was maybe the difference between the two was that Alex is a champion, and he was just able to... Uh, reverse that sort of chokehold that she had on him and was able to um, hit his finisher. Uh, when you get to that kind of level, there's obviously there's the one percenters that make you from, go from a contender to a champion. Um, Rebecca Rumble, if she keeps up like that, I have no doubt she would be a champion. But uh, Alex Irvin showing exactly what he's made of. Uh, they never, ever, ever judge a book by its cover. Because that man is a champ, and he's got the he's got the uh, silverware around the waist to prove it. And uh, at the end of the match, um, we have Jake Gibson come out. Um, you know, probably thinking to himself that he's going to enjoy having a one-on-one with Alex Irvine, and then all of a sudden, there's a decision from Wrestle Strong Dojo, and um, it's not exactly what Jake was probably wanting to hear. Well, you know what. Uh... Maybe if Jake wouldn't have been so dubious in his prior uh, efforts, maybe he could have gotten what he wanted. But uh, kudos to WrestleStrong management for making a quick decision, doing the right thing, and allowing not just Jake to have his shot, but uh, Ryan Miller to get in there as well. Yeah, uh, thoroughly deserved. Um, and, you know, we're talking about the determination of um, the vanilla killer, Ryan Miller. Um, I think it was only fair that. The decision was made, and mm. I don't, I don't know for the life of me why, uh, why Jake would be so surprised. Ah, uh, well, when you're, uh, when you're stuck looking at your own reflection so often, you probably miss everything else that's going on in the world. So, uh, no surprise to me that uh, he, uh, he was caught shocked by this decision. But wait, kudos once again, Wrestle Strong Dojo management have done what I believe is the right thing in this situation. I believe so too. Uh, we go from that then to just before the big match, we go to um, 
our master replay pumping some iron. I don't know if you saw, but the man was uh, pumping out some arm curls there. Well, you know, um, sometimes it, there was a time, as we all know, that uh, a lot of the gyms were shut down. Mm. So we all had to make do and looks as though he's got his own set up. Uh, doesn't surprise me some of his stature. I mean, we did see Dean earlier lifting a lot of weights in preparation. They're talking about lifting some heavy weights and really fired up for this. I mean, we know Adam's been hitting the gym as hard as he can as well. So no surprise to see El Masterible looking straight into the camera while he's doing a couple of bicep curls and... Something tells me we just caught him early on mid-set. <laughs> he had a bit more to lift from there, but uh, determined and let us know that he's, uh, he was prepared for this match. And from what we saw, all three guys were prepared. Well, we'll go into it. Look, that, that um, what we got from our mess, that really got me pumped up for the match, uh, which brings us to the main event of this episode, which is the triple threat match between El Masterible, Adam Fakar, and Dean Draven, the match going 14 minutes, 42 seconds. Sean, what can you say? 14 minutes and 42 seconds of bad-ass action. Holy crap, you could feel everything coming through that screen. Uh, we saw the guys come out. El Masterible, uh, obviously debuting a new entrance mask, a new Ooh. look for the title. Uh, geez, it, it showed we do see him normally come out with a uh, a bit more gusto, but he seemed very focused. It was a different, um, definitely different Almas Terrible. Mm. So he looked and he had the, uh, I guess he went back to his roots in the Muay Thai look. Mm -hmm. He had the uh, Thai boxes and also the Mong Kongs on his arm. And uh, yeah, we definitely, he was determined. That entrance mask, oof, it's kind of... Spooky but exciting at the same time. I'll tell you what, the whole mask debate at the moment, if uh you know, if, if we're gonna wear masks like that, I'll be I'll be keen to wear that. That thing looks <laughs> awesome. Maybe we'll uh, have to shout out to his people and see if they've got any spare. Oh for sure. I'll definitely um definitely take one of those and look really good. But yeah, all three wrestlers coming out and it was just this um just this big match feel to it. Oh yeah. It was the big fight feel. It was the, the George Foreman Muhammad Ali. Mm. It's the Conor McGregor versus uh, Floyd Mayweather. Adam Fakar came out full gee, determined. He was ready to go. He, you could see he was just he was itching to get into that ring. Even just walking through those curtains, he was fired up and he was pumped up. And then we saw Dean coming out full guard. Mm. You never Dean. Dean comes out like that, you know he's ready. Mm, mm, he's mm. ready for something. He had the full jacket on. He let that, By wearing that jacket out, he lets his opponent know he's not coming here to lose tonight. So seeing all three of those guys, they took this match seriously. And when we saw it in the ring, we saw how serious they were. Yeah, I probably saw things in the ring that we've not seen before in a Rissa Strong Dojo um, match. Um, you know, we saw... Our mess do a cannonball out to Yeah, out. I, I was surprised by that too. I mean, but I tell you, also listening to the uh, the combine, listening to the weights and of the guys coming out, they've all dropped weight. Mm. Something tells me they knew this match was going to last a while, 
So they decided to uh, do as much cardio as possible. And you see you needed it because they were throwing some heavy shots, heavy throws, the suplexes out of everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, El Masterivle is a big man to be coming off that. But let's not forget, that was after Dean Draven yeah. hit a suicide <laughs> dive. Uh, Adam Fakar saw it out the corner of his eye. Pulled El Masarible into the. Into I'm it. surprised El Mas uh, was still alive after that because he took that like he took everything from that. Dean Draven is a big man. He went straight through those ropes like a torpedo, and he hit his target. Mm. Speaking about hitting targets, how about those chops from Dean? Oh my God! Did you? Oh. Um, I don't know if it was hard to uh, would have been hard to see, but. Um, Adam looked like he had a, a red vest on. <laughs> well, it did match his uh, his red tights and his red gi. So poor Adam's chest was lit up. Uh, thank you. El Masterible's chest is covered. I think that's just for our benefit because I could hear him getting hit straight through it. But hey, fair play to both guys as well, mm. Adam and El Mas, because they were giving Dean everything back too. They were just big hits. We saw some we saw some exploder suplexes on yeah. there flipping around. El Mas took a couple of big suplexes in that match. El Mas coming off the top of the ropes too, something we've not seen before. We have not, but uh, that followed up a superplex. When was the last time you saw a superplex in a WrestleStrong Dojo ring? It was a hard hitting, oh, oh so close to so many just almost two just a oh. two count this was this is why my voice is as it is today guys i was screaming yes i was screaming no i was screaming for the ref to count faster i was screaming for all of it it was amazing and the crowd just ate every bit of it up oh it was it had everything there was one point there where both dean and adam had submission moves on poor old El mass well, amazing. We saw it earlier too. Elmas had uh, had Adam in. I'm not sure exactly what he calls it, but it's very similar to the Blue Demon Junior mm, submission mm, finish. Mm. And when Adam wouldn't, because he won't give up. Adam Fakar is not a quitter. However, he turned that into a sharpshooter and got very close. And Dean grabbed his hand to stop oh him from tapping. I mean, amazing. And then Adam decides to do this once Elmas Cerebli gets caught in the crossface, we have seen him tap to that before. He can't tap with his hand because Adam put him in a in an armbar. I mean, what this what did this match not have? All three guys giving us everything. All the different kicks, the the hits, the strikes, the suplexes, the flips, the submissions. They had it all. Uh, I loved it. It was a fantastic match, and we saw Adam Fakar get the retribution. In the middle of the ring, he got it. Go figure. Dean Draven, I personally have never seen him give up before, but I can't blame him in that situation. Adam Fakar, jiu-jitsu black belt, has him in the middle at the end of an amazing hard-hitting match like that. It takes a man to know when to say, it's done. Well, yeah, Dean Draven going for that uh, diving headbutt off the top rope. Unfortunately, Adam getting out of the way, and I guess it just... Gives him that little bit of an opportunity to get in there. Uh, slap on the retribution. And as you said, you know, the match being what it was, it was just, you know, maybe another match Dean probably wouldn't have tapped out. He would have found the strength to um, to get to the ropes. 
Mm. But uh, at this particular in this particular match, um, I guess he had just had no choice but to give up. I said it earlier with the uh, with the Ryan Miller and Jake Gibson match. There was no loser in this match. Once again, there was absolutely no loser in this match. I mean, everyone was mere seconds, like uh, an eighth of a second, a sixth, a hundredth of a second away from snatching victory from the other two. It just so happened Dean made the mistake of going for the... He's hit it a million times. Mm, mm. You can't blame him for going for it. It's tried and true, but it's Adam must have had it scouted well. He moves, and in a blink of an eye, he's got that submission on. And poor El Mass, I don't blame him for trying to get, get he, gather his wits after being stuck hard. I mean, that was an armbar from a jiu-jitsu black mm. belt. And a crossface from a legend powerhouse like Dean Draven. The poor bloke must have been trying to figure out what planet he was on that <laughs> side of the ring. He looks up and he sees Adam snatching on the retribution. All guys, hats off to them. I mean, you said it earlier, culmination. This was culmination. This is three forces meeting in the ring. We saw nothing but momentum from all of them. Sensational. Hats off to them all. My fav- easily my favourite match from WrestleStrong Dojo so far. Definitely, and they definitely saved the best till last for oh, yeah. um, for this first season. Um, even one point in the match, you had um, El Mas hitting the potato de muerte. Potato de muerte. He hit Dean with it right in there. Unfortunately, you know this is the thing about a triple threat match. You can't just focus mm. on the one man. Yeah. You've got to have eyes in the back of your head. I mean, who knows? Too. I mean, when he come off the top rope. And he hit that splash. Obviously, he'd taken a lot of damage already. I mean, mm. he couldn't even cover him to start with. His ribs yeah. he was holding. He went mm. back to it. All these men took an absolute beating in that ring. But Adam, he promised he was going to ho- hoist that gold. And he's a man of his word. I guess we've got to think about, you know, what next now. I mean, uh, we were talking about before, um, before we started. It would seem... Uh, Maybe our mass. I don't know what he would be thinking. You know, like in a triple threat match, there's always going to be one person that wins, one person that you know takes the L, and then that there's going to be that one person that is not involved, and they must be thinking, well, I didn't really get a chance. Yeah, well, you couldn't blame him for having that thought process whatsoever. I mean, he didn't he didn't get pinned, he didn't submit, and yet he doesn't walk away with mm. a win. Uh, so. I wouldn't be surprised to see him uh, questioning WrestleStrong Dojo when he gets his next chance. Mm. But uh, you'd also look at someone like Dean Draven. I mean, he's going to want to come back and prove that he's not a quitter. I mean, it is what it is. Brock Lesnar tapped out in his first UFC fight. Yep. And if you're man enough to say that Brock Lesnar's a quitter, yeah, yeah. good luck to you. Yep. So a man like a proud man like Dean Draven would want to get back in there and show what he's got to offer. And Adam Fakar, he's going to be a fighting champion 150%. All comers straight to him. So obviously WrestleStrong Dojo management's got some uh yeah, they've got some thinking to do well, about who their cha- who their uh, next challenge is going to be. You know, I think the foundations that WrestleStrong Dojo have set in this first season and this in these eight episodes I'm just I just can't wait to see what else we're going to be seeing from Mr. Strong Dojo on Fight TV. I'm with you. I cannot wait. Uh, this first season has been fantastic. Uh, it has been building episode after episode after episode. We've got a good core group of wrestlers. 
and yet we're getting introduced to more every time. We've got our champions now. We've got Alex Irvine, our junior heavyweight champion, Adam Fakar, our heavyweight champion, and we've also got the contenders and also some other wrestlers coming into their own as well. Next season, I don't know how they're going to top this one, but I'm really looking forward to see how they try. Yeah, it is going to be tough to top it, but look, I think um, with what they've sort of laid in this first season, um, I think the only direction is up for Wrestle Strong Dojo on Fight TV. And the great thing about being on Fight TV, uh, for people who are listening or may want to tell people that they can, may want to let people know what they're missing out on, is, is that you can still go into Fight TV and uh, watch um, the whole season. It's still there for people to watch. Yeah, if you've come in late, and look, it happens to all of us. I mean, sometimes you don't get in early or you just don't know, and you find out later on. Uh, with the ability of Fight TV to be able to just jump on and binge watch. And plus, you can go back and re-watch some episodes. I know I've done it. Mm. I've, there's been plenty of times where I've had to... Uh, we've been discussing matches and of or discussing episodes. I thought, hang on, I mustn't have really caught that. So I'll go back to watch it or re-watch one of some of my favourite matches because mm. there have been some bangers. Yeah. Um, one thing I do is I, I watch it. Uh, properly the first time mm-hmm. um, and I then go watch it again just to get because uh, I like to time the matches just to see um, how long these wrestlers are in the ring for um, and the amount of things that I'm seeing on second viewing is um, you know there's there is a lot there so just like any good any good sh- uh, television show any good movie you know um, don't be afraid to go back and watch it again because there will be sort of more little nuggets that you'll be able to pick up and it'll just make you appreciate the product even more Oh, 100%. There's just little nuances that you may not have picked up on first viewing. And hey, it's nobody's fault because you're emotional when you first see something. You know, you're caught up in it, especially if you're rooting for somebody that you want to win. I mm. mean, you can get quite one-eyed and then think, oh, geez, they were hard done by. Mm-hmm. Go back and watch. See if they really were. Or see if that person that you thought had made the mistake had really not made a mistake at all. Mm. Just watch it all back. There's some great, and once again, like I said, there's some great matches. Some absolutely great matches. Obviously, these three matches, outstanding. And I must say, it's probably your favorite episode because it was a completely bereft of Shane Saul. I was going to say, they <laughs> saved the best till last. They saved the best till last. They, you know, like we're just a little podcast here, but they're obviously listening, they're hearing. Uh, the fans are sort of uh, voicing their uh, disdain for Shane Saw. <laughs> and so uh, they thought, you know, this is the last episode. It's going to be a great episode. It's probably best that we just leave the leave the whinging fella off. And uh, they did. And we're all happier for it. Maybe the production team from WrestleStrong Dojo saw your meme of uh, I think so. Shane Saw and thought about it. But uh, um, look, as I said, there's so much more ready for season two. This was one of this was the best episode they've done so far, and they didn't include my favourite wrestler so far, Shanesaw. So it just goes to show you what more they've got to bring in the next season. Oh, I would think they'd maybe just keep them off for the next. Uh, well, if, uh, how great this last episode went without them! I think you know what we might want to just keep them off. Look, obviously, the only problem is that if you try and keep them off, he'll always find a way of getting himself back on there. That's oh, the yeah, well, he seems to be the kind of man who uh, takes does not take no for the for an answer at all. Uh, he'll find a way to get on the screen, whether Elliot likes it or not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, look, this episode. 
this whole season. Uh, congratulations to everyone from WrestleStrong Dojo. Wow, it's an amazing achievement to not only do what you guys do in front of everybody, to be able to do it on Fight TV. Uh, all the fans are obviously uh, in debt to you for that. We'd be getting a product that is just great to watch and it's uh, it's fantastic to see a local Australian promotion being able to do what you do on Fight TV. So thank you very much for the wrestlers, the production staff, everyone involved. Thank you so much. Yeah, I echo um, Sean's comments there. Um, and I'll just add on, like, I've been living here in Penrith uh, for over 15 years. Um, I love professional wrestling. And to see a product, a local Penrith product, on a platform like Fight TV, showcase to the rest of the world, just, um, just make me proud to be a supporter um, of professional wrestling, but also just proud of the um, area that we live in and to the team at WrestleStrong Dojo. As Sean said, you know, hats off to you guys. You guys are doing a fantastic job and, you know, you keep producing fantastic um, shows and then we'll, we've got nothing. We'll always have some fantastic um, things to talk about. Oh, yeah. Matches, people, all of it. Love it. And uh, I love talking about it. So thank you once again, WrestleStrong Dojo. And season two, come at me. Can't wait. Uh, you and me both, mate. And finishing up, um, that is the last episode of uh, Real Strong Dojo on Fight TV for this season. Um, next season isn't going to be on till November the 24th. Uh, I think that was the date. I could be wrong. But um, until then, we uh, probably will have a few interviews. Um, we'll try and see if we can interview some of the wrestlers. Oh, that'd um, be really cool. I'd, I'd look forward to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, just interviews of wrestlers and even some trainers just to see uh, what we can look forward to uh, coming out of the dojo. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that too, Elliot. And also keep an eye on the WrestleStrong Dojo Facebook page and also their Twitter and Instagram because they do have some upcoming shows. I believe the next show is already sold out a month in advance, which is wonderful to hear. Um, so if you want to be able to, but there's also an uh, upcoming show. which is shared today of our recording uh, upcoming show in Bonnie Rig, so a new venue to go to as well, and it looks like those tickets will be on sale shortly as well. So, guys, if you want to do more than just watch on Fight TV, which hey, go do that too. Mm. But if you want to get in, the, get in the action and cheer and meet the wrestlers in person, or at least see them in person, uh, get yourself some tickets. Keep up with the WrestleStrong Dojo Facebook page, Twitter, and Instagram, all their social medias. And you'll be able to find out when the next show is. Sean, I've had fun talking to you about this episode and I look forward to talking to you again. Thanks, Elliot, and it's been a hell of a season. Can't wait. Looking forward to the next one. Thanks, bro.